Hi, welcome to the Curious Midlife Podcast, the show that brings you conversations for the multi-passionate Renaissance woman. I'm here to inspire you to create a new sense of self by daring to be creative in everything you do, and to see the world as a playground to move, explore, discover, and enjoy at any age. I help busy midlife women reclaim and increase their physical strength and confidence. Get your mojo back so you can feel brave and adventurous again and age with grace. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Angel, movement coach, filmmaker, eternal student, author of the book Breaking the Jump and creator of the MAP system. Stay curious, creative and strong. Enjoy the show. Hi, welcome to this week's mini podcast. And today I'm in this beautifully designed environment. So if you're only listening to this, I'm in Palm Springs in a very beautiful mid-century butterfly roofed house. And this idea of design, how we design our life, how we design the spaces we live in, they have to have intention. And without intention, and even knowing what we want, and knowing what the parameters are, we're never gonna achieve good design. I believe you can really design your life and there's really an art to this design of life and that has to have a health first approach. And what's involved in that is start at the end game. What's your end goal? So do you want to wake up in the morning feeling at ease? I don't know anyone who wants to wake up feeling anxious, but I do know a lot of people who do wake up feeling anxious. So if you want to wake up at ease, There's a couple of things you need. Number one, you need to have had some really good strong resting to occur. Your life needs to be in balance if you want to wake up at ease. And waking up at ease means that you have space within that. And this is mental space, emotional space, intellectual space, physical space. Because sometimes our bandwidth just gets too full. And sometimes we don't know or we don't check in to see what is our bandwidth? How much can I cope with? What is interesting? Or what did I say yes to when I should have maybe said no to or postponed or decided, well, today's really not the day to be doing that. So all of these things can come back to design. So if you are the architect of your life, how do you want to feel from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep? Do you want there to have been laughter Do you want there to have been a sense of curiosity? Do you want to have learned something? Do you want to have achieved something physically? And then to think about, well, where is that not happening? And on a kind of scale of, if we use the traffic light system, um, but sort of in reverse. So when you're on green, where is it happening with ease and flow? Are you having good movement? Are you having good food? Are you having good social interactions? Have you got a fun coach in your life? That person who is always saying like, hey, do you want to go and do this? And you're just like, I don't know what it is, but I'll say yes. I I have a few of those friends who I trust implicitly and I've ended up on all sorts of adventures as a result and I've never ever regretted it. So have you got someone who you share joy with And this is individual to you, whatever, there's no judgment on whatever that joy is. It's what does bring you joy. Um, Have you moved or are you in physical pain? Are you in emotional pain? Are you 
intellectually have you flatlined did you go through a, a period of life where you were you were learning and absorbing and really fulfilling the needs and this very stimulating feeling of growth and then you stop so I had a conversation yesterday with someone and we were talking about neuroplasticity and I was saying how when I finished writing my doctorate whilst there was this huge relief of like I would wake up every day and think oh I don't have to write on my thesis today <gasps> that's amazing um, and people were saying well what are you going to do when you uh, when you finish writing I was like I don't know but it's going to be really nice whatever it is and it was really nice however I missed flexing the cognitive muscle. I missed the brain work. And then I became obsessed with learning about the history of uh, Greek democracy and theater and conversation and, and all of this kind of philosophical stuff. And I've never stopped learning, not at the intense level of completing a doctorate and writing up and, you know, read, write, review um, and all those kinds of things and choosing now to read um, different things, not always such heavy long-form content. Um, but it's something that you really, really miss because we are use it or lose it. And yesterday, the, this gentleman reminded me of, um, so London taxi drivers have to do something called the knowledge test. And if you've never driven in London or moved to London and then tried to find your way around London by car, um, Back in the day, before our lovely GPS maps and or TomToms or you know all the satnav um, devices, there was a little book <laughs> called the London A to Z. And here's the thing: it's really difficult to drive and read at the same time. And London is not based on a grid system like a lot of the cities here in the US are. Um, it's higgledy piggledy. It was villages and towns that morphed and grew and then became this giant metropolis and really incredible vibrant um, world city and what happened was they then tested the brains of retired London taxi drivers and they found that they had shrunk from not using this constant tool of knowing navigating thinking finding that route and when taxi drivers were learning and taking the knowledge test that expanded their growth capacity. So we always want to be learning, improving, and this really links into positive aging because aging is just an opportunity for more research. You stop aging, the research stops. You stop learning, you stop being able to reflect on what is working, what is not working. Where are the good things that are happening What's working that I should do more of? And what is like, well, you know, I've tested that. I'm like, how many times? How many times does that have to happen? And then also to weigh up, well, you know, the pros and the cons, it's worth it. So yesterday evening, I went out for dinner with a friend and it was an amazing restaurant. And we were there to just enjoy the food and great conversation. So we had uh, escargot in this like rich butter sauce and then we had a lentil soup and then I had roast duckling he had a, a rack of lamb and then we had these two desserts one was an uh, olive oil kind of pie sponge um, with raspberry sauce and whipped cream and then we had a side of vanilla bean ice cream because who doesn't want a side of vanilla bean ice cream so this was a huge amount of food this was we were joking after this was probably a a 2,000, 2,000 to 3,000 calorie meal. 
and I ate quite late in the evening and then and it, and it was you know it was amazing and then as a result like I slept really really badly and I've kind of got like a food hangover today and I don't regret one morsel of food that passed my lips because this isn't my everyday. It was an exceptional opportunity to be in an exceptional restaurant and have exceptional food. And I knew that today I could buffer it. I'm My habits that I'm doing 99% of the time, 80% of the time, they're going to carry me through because I've designed my life with an intention. There's an architecture to it. There's a structure that allows for all these different things. So a, a good friend of mine, Mikkel Rugard, based in Copenhagen, he's designed some of the most beautiful, interesting park or parks and also public interactive art installations, which some people may look at and go, oh, well, that's a park or park. And it's like, no, that's a temporary public art installation, interactive art installation for the public to move and play on and be in and around. And when I was walking around one of the spaces with him, he was telling me some of his process. So places are designed. So like, well, where can you rest uh, in the shade? So like this house, for example, this is in, in the middle of the desert. So it's designed so that through the different seasons. So the majority of the year is very, 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 very hot. So you want to have shaded, seated areas. Inside, you want to have cool stone floors but also the desert in the winter can get really really cold first thing in you know uh, first thing in the morning and through the evening it'll go down to maybe four four degrees celsius something like that that's not warm that's you know this is kind of you know it's not snowy mountain weather but it's it's winter um season so sometimes we design our lives in ways that they're just set up for the go 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 and yet we haven't allocated spaces of well what if you wanted to sit and pause what if you wanted to reflect what if it was a moment for strong resting or is everything based on some kind of unrealistic goal that you're going to be on the go you're going to complete you know 100% of your to-do list every day otherwise you're a failure in life or is it based on this scale of a 1 to 10% day a 50% day I mean, occasionally, some people, they, they do hit those goals and they get those, you know, crazy 100% days. I used to even create lists and then add things to my lists so I could have the satisfaction of ticking something off the list. And I found that very, very motivating. I don't do that anymore. And now what I do is I set myself just three things that I want to achieve that day. A lot of the time, I'll achieve way more than three things. But my goal is three things because I would rather... Um, have something that I can start and stop and finish. And this is really, really motivating. And then there's also the daily three, then the weekly three, and then the monthly three of like, well, okay, well, or maybe then the quarterly three, like by the end of this next three months, by the end of this month, by the end of this week, by the end of this day. So I want you to really consider to be the architect of your own life. And if you don't like how life is feeling and looking, Think about a redesign. Think about what are the design features? What are your design considerations? What do you need more of? What do you need less of? So I go into a lot of people's houses and one of the things I always look at is, is there space to move on the floor? I was recently at a friend's house and it's a tiny home 
and or it's a very old cabin which is kind of looks like a modern tiny home now and there's this giant sofa and it's not her sofa the sofa has been left there by the previous owners and so she's in this phase of looking at this space and thinking what are, are her needs what is going to work and I was like well I would get rid of that sofa and I would have a really slim line thing because unless you can fit a round rug on the floor you're not going to be moving on the floor so a lot of people think they don't have space to do things and they do have space but they haven't designed the space they haven't designed the space well with intention they haven't designed the space knowing what works and what doesn't work they haven't taken into consideration how do they feel on the 10% days what are the factors that are going to facilitate things so it comes back to the simple design you know if you're planning to eat well or in a healthy way but you don't have good food in the house and you know that your schedule is really really rushed there's a design fault there you haven't taken into consideration the design of time your time design of when am I going to get the food where are the the reliable whole food good real food products that I can go to when I'm having the worst day and I have no time and I crave all the shitty stuff how do I facilitate having a good option in front of me that I'll say yes to and it's looking at these tiny things that may seem really mundane that may not seem like the big things in life but it's really the magic of doing the mundane it's the magic of aligning and designing your life if you find yourself feeling bored and flat maybe you need to travel more maybe you need more adventures and these can be micro adventures they don't have to be something epic and off the radar once in a lifetime bucket list kind of thing so think about space think about desire think about what is causing you anguish and pain and frustration what are the obstacles that you could redesign in your life is it about time? Is it mindset? Is it affairs of the heart? Is it moving your body? Is it how you wake up? Is it how you go to sleep? Is it a redesign of, well, you know what? There's, there's too much light in my bedroom, so I'm not getting to sleep. Or is it, uh, it's so dark I, and I can't hear anything. I, I don't wake up with natural light. Um, lots of people have TVs and screens in their bedrooms. This isn't advisable, <laughs> so the research tells us. And if you're someone who spends much of their time getting this you know, beautiful natural daylight when possible, even on cloudy days, then um, you will notice that your circadian rhythm changes and you'll feel different. So this concept of the map system I created, this movement snacks, being age positive and adventures, parkour and play and strong resting, this is a design to get you from A to B a is wherever you're at and B is the better place, which is you have your mojo back, you have energy, you're pain-free, you wake up feeling good, your energy is consistent through the day, you have patience and tolerance, your frustration or anger is at a very low manageable level. You're able to step up and do the things you want to do physically, mentally and emotionally. And you're using your brain as well as your body because all of this is interconnected. We cannot disconnect our physiology from our mind. Um, our mind is also not separate from our physiology. So if you're having a problem in your, in your body, check in, bring in the mind to help. If the mind is stuck in a funk, 
don't ignore your physiology bring the body into help it's a two-way street they're always helping each other out so that's today's mini podcast just to think about design be the architect of your life and also think about what influences are taking you off track what influences have 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 built a, a structure into your life that you never wanted you had no desire for and is not serving you well Let me know if you have any questions and make sure to like, subscribe and um, get notified when the next episode is out and be on my email list so you're aware of all the free trainings I offer Um, because I do offer a 12-week course which is aimed at midlife women who want to reclaim and increase their physical strength and confidence. So if you want to get your mojo back, your energy back, be pain-free be able to say yes to all the adventures you want to do and age with grace. Let me know. I can help. Thank you for listening to the show. Remember to subscribe and leave a review and let me know what resonated, what you liked, what it brought up, what you're curious about and what you would like to hear. You can go to julieangel.com and you will find a bunch of great free resources there. There is the free Move More course, your free Movement Snacks guide. And if you are interested in reclaiming and increasing your physical strength and confidence so you can get your mojo back, be brave, adventurous and age with grace, then message me via social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram or through my website or email me at drjulieangel at gmail.com that's d-r-j-u-l-i-e-a-n-g-e-l at gmail.com and let's set up a call and until the next time enjoy stay curious and i'm glad you enjoyed the show